From Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Dan Telfer. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Felice Nami Pod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, jump the gun. With me, as always, is Rigby. That was Rigby. Do it again, Rigby. Thank you. Last week, you got the little dinky mini episode. And this week, we're back with episode 23, I want to say. Michael Jordan, Ryan Sandberg, Devin Hester. Why did all the Chicago athletes have uh, all the good ones had number 23? There's something to be said for that. Probably not. Nope, probably not. Thinking out loud. 23, we'll call this the Jordan. No one's going to call it that. Even me. Let's forget I said it. Go back. Uh, I want you to... Put this episode into GarageBand, if you have GarageBand, and I'd like you to delete uh, all of this, all of the stuff that I'm saying, including this right here. Go ahead and delete this up until right now. So this is episode 23. We'll call it the Chicago episode because of those references I was making. I didn't even think about the fact our guest that's going to come by is actually from Chicago. What? Someone from Chicago? Is it Peter Cetera? No, I'm not talking about the band. Don't be stupid. I'm talking about the city. It's in Illinois. And my guest should be here at any moment. But you know, normally before the guest comes by, I like to sing a song. And this week, I'm not going to do that at the beginning. I'm going to probably do that a little bit later, I'm thinking. So, because I know that he's going to be showing up. Oh, and then that must be stop barking. That must be him. Let me get the door and stop barking. Well, hello, Dan Telfer. Come on in. Hi. Thanks, Tony. It's good to see you. Ah! Oh, watch out for that icy patch. Yay, you got the reference. (laughs) Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, I rolled I, the I'm dice. Glad I had a good feeling. You got that reference. I we made that reference together, didn't we? Because <laughs> that's that's a I put little, the ball on the tee for you. It's a little bit of a deep cut as far as uh, Muppets references go, but it's my personal favorite. It's mine too. Yeah, nice. Oh, you man. and I just became best friends. <laughs> For good, because <laughs> I split my head open on this icy patch, and well, I think we might I'll, be blood brothers I'll now. T- I'll take care of you. I know you're dressing my wound right now. <laughs> you can't tell at Rigby, all. But. Rigby's licking your head. Oh, thanks, good. Rigby. Your saliva <laughs> is cauterizing the wound. Yeah, I feel like I try. I, I've brought Muppet Family Christmas up multiple times. Most people oh, that I bring it up to seem like they have not seen it, but if they have, they get really excited. And everyone always tries to bring up uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, which 
I don't. As much as I love the Muppets, it's I okay. don't love it. And so I've many said this people a did times, the Christmas Carol yeah. that, like, I don't know. There's, there's been a few. There's one. There's one really fucked up animated one. I forget what it is, but it's the darkest cartoon I've ever <sighs> seen in my life. But yeah, like the Muppets. Yeah. The Muppets. Scene. It's not very Muppety. No. No. But uh, the uh, Muppet Family Christmas. Muppet Family Christmas. all the time. It's the that I love TV specials. Mm-hmm. As I, do I. I, love, I love TV, but like spe- like when it's like, you know who these people are, but this time you see them for like twice as long in one <laughs> right. sitting. And it's not a movie where it's this pressure to like mm-hmm. score a big box office. It's Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, bring in all the other characters. Because that's the best about that. The Fraggles show up. Sesame Street shows oh, up. Oh, man. It's good, good times. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like we can just go ahead and end it because you made my night by Merry Christmas, Tony. I'm going to get out of here. Uh. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming by. Um, my pleasure. I, uh, you know, I just, I had this weird feeling that you might show up and. Uh, so well, you should. <laughs> it's weird that you would be uh, in your underpants uh, well, when I answer the door. I mean, uh, are you putting things together now? Is this, uh, it's Christmas time. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you want to get comfortable. It's true. Do you ever hear? Uh, oh God, this is this. It's one of my favorite songs from the era of uh, music that, like, I can't get away with mentioning. Like, this is going to make me sound like the least cool person you've ever had on your podcast, I, but, dude. I'm on my podcast but, every week, so. But speaking of '90s ska music, uh, that song <laughs> by the Aquabats. Do you know the Aquabats? Are you I'm familiar. Um, It's on The Fury of the Aquabats. It's their hidden track, Play-Doh. Do you know this song? I don't. I'm not uh, super well-versed in the the ska. uh, No one is. Um, Does it sound anything like this? Yes. This is actually, I think, the original version of it, and then they they do like a better-paced one. Oh, yeah, you said this is a, a hidden track. I went straight to the... Uh, you did. Spotify, I'm sorry. No, it, I <laughs> I mean, sure, go go to the website that's ruining both our careers, Tony, <laughs> exactly. with its one millionth of a penny per play. Right, we'll, we'll kill that. We'll kill that one. At least you didn't go to Pandora, the ultimate evil. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I know. I, I totally have become part of the problem now. I, I fought it for so long, but I'm I'm part of the problem now. I use Spotify regularly. Do you, you don't like ska? You don't appreciate the uh, ska? I will you would say... Be, you would be one of the everyone if you... <laughs> right. I, I, I never really... I weirdly... Even though I was like in the perfect era for it, I never got super into it. I will admit I did have a real big fish album or two, but that's about it. You know... I never the, delved any further. The, the trick for me was just I grew up on South Side of Chicago and like... We like I got into punk music, and we had a couple of like good ska punk bands like right around like ninety three, ninety four when that was barely like even a thing. Uh huh. What were the names? There's usually are they sweet pun names. No. No. Well, hmm. No, like the earlier ones weren't. Like there was one called the Blue Meanies, which were like uh-huh. my absolute I, favorite. Like, I know of them. I yeah, think. and like their ska influence kind of came and went a little bit. Like they ha- they have a couple of songs where like you know, like the lead singer was going like, you know, like. But like a lot of it was more just like insane carnival music than actual like ska. 
um, it was more like punk. Like it was just p- driving punk with a keyboard. Yeah. And they had horns, but it was like, <laughs> like it was like way more aggressive than ska. Like to the point where they had a couple. They had an album called Full Throttle, where there's horns on it, but it does not sound anything like ska music. Like you could okay. ne- never in a million years would you be like, this is even ska punk. It is hardcore music with trombones. Uh huh. Um, but like we had, that was like a local Chicago band. And so, like, for, like, two, three years, it was, like, nonstop just listening to, like, this punk music while I'm a teenager. And then horns start creeping in. Uh-huh. And it was just like, yeah, man, just horns, you know? And then <laughs> it sort of took over as a fad. And, like, y- everyone was just like, yeah, like, this is the future. Like, <laughs> we had no idea that this was, like, going to be, like, an even more shameful thing than <laughs> disco. But I was so much more into it than so like so many people were into it as a fad. But I was literally like going like, man, I got to practice my bass guitar because one of these days <laughs> I could be in like a real ska band. And that would just make my my nights as sweet as my days. Like yeah, just it's it's uh it's something that I weirdly I like I said, I had a little bit but never got super into it. And I'm one of few people I feel like that I know that played music that never played in a ska band. That's probably good for your career, though. Like, probably <laughs> a lot of conversations are like, okay, but you weren't in a ska band. I, I have a friend that refers to it. Uh, I will not say his name, and nor am I saying I agree with this, but he refers to if you played in a ska band, you have musical aids. <laughs> oh, that is exactly the shame I was alluding to. Like, I don't, and I'm not ashamed of liking that music. Like, I, we, you know... I mean, it is fun. It is. And, like, Real Big Fish had, like, they they bore the brunt of it because they had that one single. But, like, they put out some good music. Like, yeah. they basically became arena rock at one point. Like, they right. they, they barely sounded like Scott themselves mm-hmm. for a couple albums. And, like. And they got to be in basketball. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, I. And like Aquabats, again, like, they, they're barely Scott music anymore. Um, well, now they've turned. They've. They're pretty brilliant for the way they've handled everything now now having this huge children's show yeah which my kids love and like it's 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 funny to see how people did manage to get out of that completely unscathed yeah i I, but i mentioned the song plato because there is like a lyric in it where he he talks about uh being in his underoos reading a christmas catalog and that it's the whole song is about nostalgia and like uh-huh. Star Wars toys and where has my childhood gone and like right. I could identify with that. It's pretty I think yeah. you'd like the remix version of it. The <laughs> right. remi- th- I swear to god if you can find it. It doesn't have to be now. Like well, I am noticing that the last track on that record is over 5 minutes long. Exactly. So, it's probably on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. You just got to do a little hunting. And it's good. Uh it gives me a pang of nostalgia just thinking about that song. Uh, again, I'm a big puss. We discussed this before you started recording. I'm the biggest what you, fucking pussy. No, we, you just showed up. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, when we were talking over the telemograph. Oh, yes. Um, uh, <laughs> it's, I don't know why, but you, okay. were, you drank that water. I was like, I'm just going to enjoy <laughs> the water that he's drinking. Uh, I'll, let me tell you this. The internet has taught me that I am exactly eight days older than you no shit yeah how'd you figure out my birthday times 
uh, I uh, like I said, had a feeling you might be showing up, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I we know each other, but not super well. And I was like, no, oh, I'm no, just gonna, I'm gonna. We I'm met just, from uh, the Nerd Melt Theater, right? Yes. Yeah, we met through uh, through Dave Clock, I think. Yes. Introduced us. Yeah. Who's who's been on the show before? Uh, and no, I just was like, oh, I'm just gonna like, see if there's like little little something I stumble across that maybe I don't know about Dan and uh, IMDb. Oh, that's that, right. Uh, I'm on IMDb. Yeah, you are. You can see that weird that uh, that weird credit I have in there from 2002 from a short film. <laughs> For like, sure. I think that's the one, the reason I got on IMDb originally. Like, it's so like yeah, you'll see like stuff from the last couple of years. Like, oh, okay, that's from the Onion. Oh yeah, uh, there like, it is. that's. Jenny that's Ostrich Comedy Central, and, and then his yeah, American John- Songbag. Yeah, Johnny Ostrich <laughs> is an American Songbag. That famous <laughs> film that Dan was in. I somehow didn't even notice that when I looked at it. Yeah, this guy. I think his name was Adam, who was like oh, a his friend. His name of was Johnny friend. Ostrich. The, who he was making a short film, uh, and yeah, I was in it. It was a good time. Nice. And you, so yeah, you were. Fr- are you? from chicago or did you just do comedy there for a while no that's where i'm from okay and in fact because i was from there and i i didn't want to move it that's why it took me so long to move out here like i i was making even exploratory trips for like five years before finally like all right really? I'll do it. Yeah. and you wrote for the onion right mm-hmm. nice um so yeah we so yeah we are eight days apart in age and i grew up about two hours away from you wow i lived in a, a small town in Michigan, right on the Michigan-Indiana border. Oh, I live like I, uh, Edwardsburg. No okay. one's heard of it. Uh, my wife, but it's my right, it's right by her, Notre uh, Dame area. My wife, well, my wife went to like high school and stuff in Canton, Michigan. Okay, which is outside of Detroit. Okay, yeah, Detroit was like another like three hours yeah, away from yeah, me. Yeah. I was basically in Indiana, like Notre Dame, South Bend area. So yeah, there you go. Wow, it's crazy. Enjoy. What do uh, you have? Some comments on this? On what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. On our birthdays, I thought I would I'd force try to force. Which direction, uh, younger or older? You said uh, I am older than you're you. older than that. Yeah, oh, okay. which is a very common trend these days. I'm finding. so we're both Virgos. Yeah, and you, wait, what? How? What day were you born? September sixth. Okay, I was like, I was like, oh shit, he didn't say three days, <laughs> did he? Okay, phew. Yeah. I have a friend who's oh. born on September eleventh. So do I, and. I don't feel bad for him because he was born on September 11th. I feel bad for him because he has so many shitty friends who have said, I'm so sorry that your birthday. Uh, like, that yeah. is so much worse. So much worse than being born on September 11th is having people in your life who go, oh, no. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourselves. Like, just just see it for what it is. It's, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, on, it's, it's not his fault. Right. It's America's fault for at that point being so culturally stupid that we don't we couldn't come up with a better name for a tragedy than just that day. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, oh, we barely know who did it. Uh we barely <laughs> accuse the right people. It's the day that yeah. the horrible thing happened. Yeah, I God, like we couldn't even be like the New York attacks or like <laughs> I never, the, yeah, that's that's a good call. I never New really York thought suicides, about it that way. or I've, it's like yeah. just something, and, and and I guess it's because of how devastating it was. Like it's a sincere reaction to not come up with a dramatic name for it, but it still became such a buzzword. It yeah negated itself pretty quickly as like a sincere thing. 
Yeah, I feel. I just got super negative political. <laughs> I apologize. Sorry, yeah, I, I believe you are the first guest to bring up 9/11. So. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh no! So. Boo! I Sorry, Feliz Navidad. <laughs> my <laughs> my friend uh, that shares that birthday also. I I feel bad because he is like the sweetest, nicest dude ever, and has the worst luck of anyone i know oh so it's not even so, just that but like yeah. when it happened you were like i was like oh, oh not him yeah and, and so yeah he's he's just had like to give you an example of i think he might listen to this too so i feel sort of bad i won't say his name no no let's, he, know, let's he knows he knows who he is let's um but uh he like uh just to kind of give an example years ago he had uh broken one of his ankles and uh, had been on crutches for for like a month or so, and uh, went to see his doctor to like see how things were going. And his oh, doctor no. gives him the okay that day to that he could start like exercising and stuff again. And oh, literally, I as really don't like where this is going. Again, like my heart goes out <laughs> to anyone who had a, something go wrong in September 11th. But like, yeah, I'm so squeamish when I know something like this is about. I, to... It's it's not that bad. It's just okay, sort of okay, like, okay. okay oh, so what okay. happened? What happened? Uh, well, he left the doctor's office, and while leaving the doctor's office, slips off a curb and breaks his other ankle. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So that's very sad, but also not quite as grisly. Yeah. As no. I it's not. <laughs> yeah. You didn't need to uh, brace yourself. I thought that we were going to get into like a madman, like lawnmower foot kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't even know that reference. I've seen two and a half seasons of Mad Men. That's all I've seen. Oh, I think I've seen three. Oh. You and I, we're like I know. You know, <laughs> and like I really like Mad Men. Um. It was really great eye candy. I love like retro like period stuff. And yeah. then it just it became too sad. Like I think I had a really rough year where like a lot of personal shit went wrong and I was just like I can't deal with all these people killing themselves and like drinking themselves to death and disappointing their children and then like <laughs> no resolution. Like I, I appreciate this is brilliant storytelling that's like yeah. completely character based and not like plot driven and ratings driven it's just this really artful like but yeah i was just like watching it just going every like what is my life like i would just turn off the show and be like i feel like i gotta go have a good cry like no that and that's kind of why i'm only like two and a half seasons because i'm just it's not that i gave up on it i'm just well really taking you and i what we have in common is uh a love of nerdy like star wars i think resonated especially with people who wanted a fleshed out universe like as goofy and 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 silly as that universe was it was uh very elaborately obsessively laid out and when Uh your imagination craves that kind of thing it's like oh great jump into that but like so much of entertainment now too is about anti-heroes and like yeah and like let's get to let's have a real good sad (laughs) let's just let's sit down and and push that depression button like yeah, that that actually, yeah, that's something I really have kind of struggled with, and that I never really used to have an issue with. But in the last like year or two, probably like certain things that I watch, like just kind of bum me out. Like, yeah. I was like I can't well, really handle this right now. Like Breaking again, Breaking Bad. I watched from season one, episode mm-hmm. one, and then I got like like two seasons in was like. 
it, it was exact same timing. Like I'm just going through some shit right now. Uh-huh. A lot of real bad personal stuff going on. I'm going to just not watch this show anymore. Granted, oh, really? granted then my life picked up and I picked the show back, back up. Okay, I came back good, to it. Good. And then someday I'm going to do that for Mad Men too. But yeah, like it, there's just, I love TV so much. It's like when you love something so much that you want it to be good and you get frustrated. Like do you, maybe you can relate to this, but like sometimes you get really frustrated with something that you want to like. Yeah. And people accuse you of no, hate, Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I have so many things Which that is, are on like this list of like the things that people just love and everyone loves. And I watch it and I'm like, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, right, well, well but what, what, what I especially relate to is, like, when you get, like, I, I personally get frustrated. Like, I don't get uh-huh. angry. I get, like, idealistic, like, dumb with idealism, like, where I just go, like, like, I see how this could be perfect, and it's not, and I'm just <laughs> really wound up about it, and then people are, like, stop being an asshole. I'm like, no, it's not like I'm an a- I, I just don't. I don't see how I'm going to immediately relate to it. So I become sort of retroactively impatient and then I'm too wound up to enjoy it. And it's like an impulse mm-hmm. thing. It's probably a, a combination of like depression and OCD of just like me, like getting wound up. But like, yeah, like you can, you can look at something and know it's good and just be like, I don't think I can emotionally handle committing to this right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I, I understand that feeling. Do you ever watch, uh, God, it was like like the year two thousand. Was like all those depressing movies started coming out all the time, like Dancer in the Dark, and like I never actually watched that. Oh, and like those Todd Solon's movies. I I like some of those. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's I, like, but yeah, like that stuff where like because he kind of lo- he lost me. I loved him, and then he lost me all pretty quickly. Because I really, uh, even though yeah, it's super fucked up and depressing. I really enjoy happiness. Yeah. I think that movie's great. Uh, it's real disturbing, but it's really good. Uh, but it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, but then he just kind of, I don't know, he started getting a little, it's not even, like, the necessarily, like, depressing side of it. It's just, I think he, I don't know, he started getting, like, too weird and trying to be too artsy. Because what was the one, Palindromes? Is that the one where, like, the cast keeps changing yeah. throughout the movie? Yeah, that just, I that didn't do anything. Yeah, and, and, like... I respect that, but yeah, at a certain point, yes. I don't even know if I respect it. It's like, what? Well, <laughs> explain, explain it to me, as someone who respects it. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, sell me on it. I can't. Okay, fair enough. No, like I, I, I don't, I don't think I finished that Palindromes movie. Like it, it was, um, although I did really like Dancer in the Dark. I don't know if you did. You say you didn't see no, that? No, I have not seen it. It's really good, but it's painful. And there's yeah, like. And like you see the movie Antichrist? No. I watched that movie and got so mad. Like every time something <laughs> I kept waiting for it to add up to something. It just didn't add up to anything. Oh, I I have uh we literally last night we watched uh and this is another one. I talked to so many people that loved it. I watched Francis Ha last night. Oh, I haven't seen that. I had the the same feeling. Like I just felt like, what? This, nothing's happening, and I don't understand what this is going to. And it kind of doesn't go to anything. We're at a really interesting point uh, right now, especially I think with film and TV, where p- so many people think everything's already been done. There's so many reboots and remakes, yeah. and 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 the stuff that does get through, you know, uh, often feels like it's just a thought experiment 
designed to abuse you for reaction <laughs> and and it's frustrating because i i feel like there's still so much more to be made yeah but people I, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy with tv and movies for me sometimes where like you feel like okay i'm watching this it knows it's not going to be good and i'm not talking <laughs> about any one movie or tv show but you just feel like you're watching it, it's like we know this is gonna suck so let's see what we can get away with like there's one tv show that i i i'm not even one of the people involved in it follows me on Twitter, and that alone makes me feel like I shouldn't say. <laughs> right. W- but, like, it yeah, is... So you you have that with writers as I have with, with bands. Right, I'm sure. <laughs> and, like, exactly. So, like... But the show is just so manipulative. And I w- I've watched it from episode one. I'm still watching it. But it's, like, designed to make you feel like you just, like crammed a lit cigarette up your ass and like and i don't know why it keeps happening like who on the have you uh like, why does this show keep living you know like who is making you, it and going like, this go, is great talk about this on on twitter not by name recently oh because i think i know what you're talking about if so oh gosh <laughs> i wonder if it is i i we'll we'll talk later but we will I, talk later if, if so it's 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 another one of those things that Oh, I can't wait to talk every, about this every, off mic. Everyone, sorry, listeners. Seems, <laughs> yeah. What will it be? Well, here, okay, here's, send your send your guesses. Well, here's like a trope that really bothers me. Okay, so um, here's something we can talk talk about where I don't feel as bad calling it out because I can use a show I really liked as an example of a show doing it and pissing me off. Uh-huh. Uh, the show Lost did this, mm-hmm. and I really liked Lost. I'm a gigantic Lost fan. Yeah, but it did this, and any show that does this, I immediately start grinding my teeth, and I won't got to be fucking it's children in peril and like uh-huh. it's got no, nothing i mean I, it probably doesn't help that i have two small children but like right. i don't think it has anything to do with that i think it comes from just a are you fucking kidding this is the the arrow in your quiver you're gonna pull out hey let's care about this adventure because a child just got abducted or a, right. a vampire took this child and is it still alive or oh this child is still alive but <laughs> but it's never going to be the same or like the child's dead. And here's, yeah. it's, here's a body we made out of wax and, and, <laughs> but it looks real and it's going to haunt your nightmares. Like uh-huh. <laughs> so many fucking shows have children dead or dying or about to die or like babies. Like, Oh, like, but I, I really did like though. on lost the, uh, all the stuff with Walt, but then he disappeared I love this just, stuff with Walt. Yeah, like because you Not, know. But then contract disputes. Yeah, him and his dad just disappear, and like you, there's all well, this I, stuff I, on the internet about what they were going to do with him, right? Like, well, supposedly, a lot of the interviews they've claimed that they just he was growing so fast that they were like, we have right. to just get rid of him because he's Which like is it doesn't bullshit make sense. to me. Just here, this is oh here we go. <laughs> uh I want to come back to that though. Go go ahead, but I have a, a further comment on Walt. Okay. Just let your show age. Like let time pass on your show. Uh-huh. So many shows are like we have to preserve this in in yeah in formaldehyde. Like these characters. I respect a show so much. If you come back the next year, be it animated or live action, uh-huh. and everyone's a year older. <laughs> Thank fucking goodness we can age with these people. It's just so haunting when you're watching a show and they're all doing the same stuff. Right. And it's this guy like, remember when they were like a cool bachelor and now they're 
hair has clearly been like <laughs> color rinsed and <laughs> their flesh is hanging a little looser off of their arms and yeah. you're just like oh. I will say the difference though between when that show started and when it ended what he looked like was pretty insane Walt? yeah oh no when they ended he looked like a man yeah <laughs> he was a man <laughs> was. but what i was gonna say was uh i don't understand why uh have you seen the the uh epilogue or that's on the dvds it's like the like no eight- where they're like the new masters of the island hurley and uh ben Linus. uh well yes and no like i mean Technically, yes, that's what's going on, but they don't really show that. I, there was a rumor what? going around that that was going to be, like, they were going to, like, age them and, like, make Hurley all skinny and stuff. But that's not act- – that was just a rumor. But what's on that – a lot because they actually do throw a lot of, like, explanations in this, like, eight-minute clip that of things that weren't explained on the show. It was, it, you could tell it was obviously, like, oh, we're going to throw all this stuff out as an extra okay. to, like, try to please some people. Uh-huh. But the big one that they – had on that that i don't understand why they didn't put in the finale i guess because it was supposed to take place like years after the where the finale ended uh i fucking hated that finale man everyone does i kind of didn't hate it oh that's how much that's how much i liked that show is i was okay with i don't don't get me wrong i'm not saying it was great i was a terrible fan i think fans owe their shows more than i gave that show (laughs) I threw a lot of hissy fits during the course yeah, of that show. Most people did. I'm one of the I'm I might be the only I'm not proud guy that uh, that uh seems to be okay with it. But what I, uh so there there is a scene because that was my whole thing is during that finale I was waiting for Walt to show up cuz they made such a big deal and they're like he was special and he seemed like he was supposed to be there and he could do these crazy things. Uh so there is a scene in this epilogue where he is now in the mental hospital that Hurley was once really? in. And Hurley goes to visit him there, like, years down the road after Hurley is taken, as he's, you know, in control of the island or whatever. Mm. In control. You know what I mean. Uh, so he goes to visit him, and he's saying, basically, like, I have a job for you. And basically, he's wanting Walt to take over what he's taken over. And I really liked that. I'm like, why is that not in the finale? Yeah, that's – I – oh, God. My beef with that show is just so unfair. It's really unfair. My beef with that show is I never really cared about any of the characters. Which, oh, what, really? what is, See, which, I have a total different view of that right, show. Right, which, which I think is the, is the correct view. I think you are a shitty fan if you don't care about the characters <laughs> of anything. What, what kept you watching it then? Uh, I'm such a sci-fi okay. nerd. So I, I knew there was science fiction in there and couldn't wait to dig it up. Yeah. Cause the see, premise I... was just like meaty and I was like just dying to just yeah. chew it. And I am really resentful of nerds who like the science more than the fiction. Like uh-huh. who, who, who want everything to be fact proof and like. Right and plotted out and 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 realistic like I people who like hard sci-fi make me ultra depressed. <laughs> so like I'm I'm a hypocrite. It, it, I would watch that show and just be like, where's the where's the sci-fi? Ugh, people crying. I don't give a shit. Where's the time travel? But even like because I thought like John Locke was one of the coolest characters ever. Sure. 
Yeah. So you, is that your exception? I think I think he's An pretty exception. cool. I mean, I think a lot of the characters were cool, but then like they would just pout, and that would make me mad. Like I, yeah. then it would just be, like so many times there were like characters who were just like just fucking get up and do something. Like I, I feel like the characters were depressed all the time, which just <laughs> made me think about how I was depressed and like what am I. You're on this amazing island, and you're just oh, my feelings make me not want to catch a fish today. Like, no, catch a goddamn fish! It was, it was, it was uh, just a lot of back, uh, like the the flashback stuff. Really, only worked for me when it was in service of the science fiction stuff. Like, if it was okay. just like, okay, look, which she, which those those first times, like the the lock episodes and the and yeah the, the Walt episodes and yeah those worked yeah. But then they started getting. I mean, like, I, obviously, I don't need to tell you, like, Jack's tattoo and. Oh yeah, like the, I read a thing. Actually, I, th- I think it was like a Onion AV thing the other day talking about like that was like the worst episode of that show. Yeah, <laughs> and like I, I, I'm not. I don't think I sound smart making fun of this show. Like, I, I, I'm legitimately embarrassed. I didn't enjoy it more uh, while I was on because of that. But like, I would just see stuff online that was like. Um, like wiki articles and uh-huh. like 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 oh yeah like I lost. used to read all that stuff too. There's the was it called the Valenzetti sequence where it's oh, like the, yeah, like yeah. the theory was that they started the Dharma Initiative to investigate like this ex- this thought experiment by that was like is it Enzio Valenzetti or some shit? Um, that like he, he sounds disco- right. He I've discovered a, a formula that would predict when the world would end. Right. When when mankind would extinguish itself through, like nu- the discover of nuclear power and stuff, and and I was just so fascinated with that. I was like, please, please get into the Dharma Initiative and the Valenzetti <laughs> sequence, and just uh, oh, come on. And it would never come up, you know. And, uh-huh. and I would, oh god, I I just would, every time someone would cry or sniffle or I don't want to <laughs> have this baby, I'd be like, shut up and just talk about the end of the world. <laughs> Just like, but, and I, I, I feel like I not com- compare is not the right word, but I feel like I, just for lack of better word, I compare it to Breaking Bad often. Just as in, they're probably the two shows that have sucked me in the most over the last yeah, probably sure. well ever honestly, and while I can say, obviously everyone would say this, like Breaking Bad was the much better show overall, but like. Lost really sucked me in, like well, all the time. Like I always was just like, it's like funny. I said, reading all these websites and these theories. And it's funny you should bring bring up those two shows in comparison because a they have nothing in common, <laughs> but b like they are polar opposites in how they were planned. Like Breaking Bad, Vince Gilligan knew day one, Mister Chips to Scarface. Yeah. Like he knew the arc he was going for from the beginning and knew when he was going to call it and say we're only doing two more seasons and like. Yeah. It was a very carefully mapped thing from episode one to the final episode. Like, and it was just, mm-hmm. bri- whereas Lost was like, let's make a crazy pilot. Oh, we got another season. Oh, I guess we'll but, keep going. And eventually they called it. But like that see that middle season was just like, was it season three? Season three is it? But season three is my least. Yeah. Well, wait, so the, the last season is probably my least favorite, but the. Really, you said you liked the finale, though. Well, I said I like I I'm more fine with it than uh, there's there's great moments in every season. Okay, okay, me. okay, okay. But yeah. you thought you thought the finale resolved the season, but that the season didn't have. Yeah, I just I here to summarize it the best I can. I think 
that I was okay with like that twist, you know, because the show was always tricking you, and it was always like whatever you thought was happening is not really what's happening. The way that they that I just didn't like that that took a whole season to find out that that's yeah. what it was. I thought if that had just happened like towards the end, maybe it would have been a little. But the fact that that whole last season was building to that, I didn't love. But and so many people predicted that's what was happening too, because yeah. they revealed that book, The Third Policeman. That um, what's a, what's the Australian dude's name on that show? Uh, Desmond. Yes, he was reading the book, The Third Policeman. When when he's like in his bunk and they're breaking into the uh, the hatch, the hatch, and that book is all about a guy who's dead and doesn't know it. So like, so okay. many people, as soon as they had the last season, like, oh, they're on the mainland and they're trying to. So many people were yeah. immediately on the internet just like, well, oh, they're already dead. Yeah. Oh, it's all purgatory. So, like, it, it, the finale spoiled itself, like, right. really early on. We're like, all right, these people are all going to just yeah, act like they're ghosts because they're ghosts. And Yeah. There was just – but there, as much as, yeah, it seemed like there were certain things. Oh, by the way, spoiler to... alert if you haven't watched <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're long past that. But, uh, I, but there are things, though, you know, it gets criticized for they were making so much – of it up as they were going there are things though that if you know what you know now and go back and rewatch them i bet there's a lot of stuff yeah yeah, yeah. even in the pilot they resolved the sharks they they resolved the statue like they really did try to tie it all together but even even in that because you know they resolved the audience's obvious need for a giant cork (laughs) i know where you're sorry please oh no i was just gonna say like you know because it ends up you know you don't know this until the finale of the second to last season that the whole Jacob and the man in black, like you don't really know about any of that. And in the pilot episode, when Jack or sorry, when Locke is teaching Walt how to play, uh, what's the game? I'm blanking on the name of that game. Oh, the, I don't know. Backgammon. Is that, is it called backgammon? It's, Am I it crazy? Might be backgammon. No, that's a new, that's a real game. I just, I know it's a real game, but I'm like, is it that game? It might be backgammon. Uh, but he's, te- he's teaching me, and it's it's a he's explaining it, and he goes, "There are two sides, one is dark, and one is light, and like you know yeah. that kind of becomes like the theme of like Jacob and uh, but there's little things like that that they throw in there that's like oh, okay. Did they, they ever explain why it. Jacob was sitting in a chair and said help me or what all that shit was when they first went to see Jacob? And it was like a ghost that made all the doors uh, shut. Uh, cause yeah, I think it was the Man in Black. It wasn't actually Jacob. But then why was he like, help me? I think, you know what? It's been a while now. I may just be wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> God damn that show. Okay, <laughs> here's what we should be talking about, Tony. Go on. Do we still have time? We have time. Go for it. Star Wars. Right now, the listener is thinking, are they really going to talk about Star Wars again? Every time that Tony talks to his friends I'd rather hear them talk about something else instead I guess we're really gonna talk about Star Wars again
How many you, times you, have you talked about Star Wars? Oh, almost, almost. Though. This is basically you, you, a Star Wars. You podcast. just served me a drink in a in a classic <laughs> yeah, yeah. Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Glass. You actually came up uh, a couple episodes ago because uh, what? Yeah, Matt Belknap brought oh. you up because he said we we got to on a Star Wars rant and he was saying we uh, we basically uh, once again in the minority of like of not hating jedi and not hating the ewoks in particular and he was talking about your your whole thing about the ewoks being uh kind of like vicious actually and uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah the ewoks are awesome <laughs> i don't have an issue with them at all no me, I, 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 we were the right age though yeah, i exactly. mean like we were we were what five six years old mm-hmm. when jedi came out like that that was perfect because so many people were teenagers and fell in love with or even just like young, like preteens when the f- first movies came out, and then when they were like older, cynical, like seventeen-year-olds when the Return of the Jedi came mm-hmm. out, they're like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, it was it but was it, their prequels, yeah, in a way. <laughs> but for us, it was like, "Yeah, all right." Yeah. And no, no I, I, yeah, I, I don't know what Matt told you exactly because this isn't in my stand-up or anything. This is just me talking to Matt. Okay. But like, yeah, like the Ewoks fucked some shit. They blew shit up. <laughs> They murdered. They. I mean, yeah. A lot of it was like Three Stooges esque, but like it was. I think the only thing that ruined uh, that uh, ruins it at all for me is the uh, the Tarzan swing. I think that's the oh, only way. Chewbacca. Movie. <laughs> oh wait, that is Chewbacca, isn't it? I yeah, was thinking yeah, it was yeah. Ewok. Yeah. No, don't don't. I am so there. sorry. That was pretty cheeseball, but yeah. at the same time, it, yeah, like I I. I'm about to say something I'm not sure I'll stand behind later. <laughs> but uh I would I would I would put that moment where the Ewok lifts up his, his dead brother's body and examines it uh with the best moments of saving Private Ryan, Sid <laughs> Rand Lyon, uh it, full metal jacket. It's just this, an amazing wartime moment when that Ewok <laughs> <laughs> It's like the things they carried, you know, like when Paplu picked up it, I don't know who it was. What, I just want I just wanted to drop a name there. No, but I remember <laughs> seeing that in the theater and just going like <laughs> I, I sobbed so hard when that Ewok died. Yeah. Yeah, cuz that's the, that's the only one I remember seeing in the theater. That's kind of like wh- why Oh, absolutely. I remember I remember going to McDonald's, getting a Happy Meal toy and seeing it in the theater with my uncle. Like just yeah. just straight up seeing Star Wars and then going home and being like you got to show me those other two movies <laughs> oh really which so my you... parents had like on vhs oh wow like, so you literally saw that TV. first yeah wow okay weird that's not the experience i had well i'm i'm eight days older than you so you know, you know. some things <laughs> yeah yeah like we had seen snippets of it but it was too i think intense in my parents opinion for me to see all of it and so like uh-huh. we had action figures and stuff but yeah. like we didn't see it interesting yeah, I had a, a bro- brother who was two years younger than me, too. So, like, we were – he was especially, like – you know, he was, like, three when Jedi came out. So Yeah. But man, Thanks. we're going to see some yeah. new ones is what I want to talk about, Tom. Yeah. And uh, I see no reason why we shouldn't be beyond excited for this. Oh, I'm, I'm already – because I've probably said this on every episode, but <laughs> I just I, – I, 
the 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 pieces are there. I feel like all the pieces that are lined up make sense to me and seem very promising. And then last week with that release of that J.J. Abrams speaking when the with little creature no goes screen. through, yeah, no a real screen, set no and a real puppet. Comes that was through. deliberate. I think that was. Oh yeah, I think that I mean, was a message. It was the most well. First of all, it's like the most deliberately released footage ever of like a film set. <laughs> we're like, oh, I wonder if anyone will notice this alien that we're gonna stop and stare at. Make sure there's a car in the background so it looks like we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I, as goofy as that alien looked, I was like, oh, I thought it was let's awesome. do it. Let's, yeah. let's have a Star Wars movie. It's I. I am, but the cast looks really amazing. Yeah, I don't know a, a whole lot about most of them, but I'm fine with that. The well, Adam Driver is a really, yeah. He's the only one I'm familiar with. He's he's so perfect. He's I mean he's really good on girls. Like he's gonna be fucking. They say he's a bad guy, and uh, yeah, but everybody's just assuming. No one seems to know that for sure. Right, but the cast is just unbelievable. Yeah, you don't you don't know the other ones? Uh, well, other than. Andy Serkis, which I'm pretty intrigued by. How what fucking he's going to be. amazing is it that they yeah. got Andy Serkis? That was, I think, that was the one that caught everybody off guard because I I didn't see that coming. But they got Max von Sydow, which I don't know. Yeah, I feel like all the other names. You don't I, know re- him? I I read what a lot of these people were, but I'm like not. Max familiar. von Sydow is uh, Seventh Seal. He plays the knight in uh, the Seventh Seal. That that old like you. No. Oh my god, that's that's. <laughs> have you seen Citizen Kane? No. <laughs> I have a lot of those. The That's, Seventh Seal, I think, is worth it. I think you'd really like the Seventh Seal. Yeah, it is like uh, it is one of those those artsy movies that is at once like really intense and really uh, deliberately art. Like it's a it's like the it's like the the best old movie ever. Mm-hmm. See right. it, see Fair it. Enough. It's really great. It's really, it's really, it's really fucked up. It's about the Black Plague. It's basically like a knight plays chess with the devil. It's where they get the metaphor for Bill and Ted's bogus journey. It is. Guess what? Have Never you? seen oh, that either. Oh, okay. I thought we were the same person <laughs> with this podcast. But. Told you, I've got a lot of them. Anyway, he, him being in Star Wars is a huge get. Andy Serkis being in Star Wars is a huge get. Yeah, I'm a little upset that uh, was it, is it Lupita and Gaio, the woman from I Twelve Years know. a Slave. She, they were rumored to have her in a part for a while, and it turned out the rumor wasn't true. But I'm still hoping they're courting her. To yeah, they're they're saying there's still more people to be announced. Uh, but her in particular would. She's an amazing actress. She fucking got nominated for an oscar and she she needs like a good like woman a good nom- career ruiner <laughs> well she does, she's she's already got this great part it would be great if they could just anyone put her in a movie yeah where she's got an interesting role at this point yeah um but did you hear so you didn't hear the part they were gonna do it? how expanded universe savvy are you uh honest not that much i know some things here and there but i i'm not like if you had to name me what you think are the top five coolest expanded universe characters and if you Uh, don't have five that's fine i still want to see you i mean i know of like mara jade okay okay uh, that's not bad not a bad point i i i I, gotta try and fill out that five really stretch uh, let's see here even if you gotta say that one guy uh I know. Let Who me else see. You got? Who else you got? I don't know how to say the name, but there's the like Joris Kabath or whatever the name is. Oh, I don't even know who the fuck this is. It's in the the uh, 
what was that called? The the Timothy Zahn, the Timothy Zahn okay, books. Okay. He's like one of the guys in that. Uh, and I'm he's also the other guy in in that. I'm not super savvy with the expanded yeah. universe, so you there's probably and there's also. Uh, shit, I can't now. I'm, I'm you're putting me on the spot. This is well. Tough. Okay, I'll throw you two more. All right. There's Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, that was the one I was trying to pull, and I couldn't think of it. Who, I almost I kept wanting to say General. Something. Very cool character, but is not going to be in the new movies. Yeah. They're not going to supposedly put any of the expanded universe yeah, in the movies. Yeah, that's what they're saying. But rumored, there's, there's still, despite, like, J.J. <laughs> Abrams saying there will not be, like, Disney, like, there's, there's no expanded universe. Yeah. There's a very heavy publicized rumor that Lupita was going to play. God, I hope I'm getting it. Will you please look her name up and see if I'm getting it right so I can at least apologize to the universe for fucking her name I up? Don't, I don't know what I'm looking up, but you tell me and I'll do uh, it. Google 12 Years a Slave Lupita and see what it tells you. There it is. Yeah, it is. at least it's Lupita. I got her first name right. Um, Asajj Ventress. She, she was going to oh, play okay. Asajj yeah, yeah. Ventress. Well, yeah, because she's on Clone Wars, which I have watched. She's on Clone Wars. She yeah. was in uh, the anime, the Gen- the Gendy one um, that was on Cartoon Network. Uh, the, the, oh, the, the like actual cartoon. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but she was based off of concept art for Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. And they were like, this is concept art. You know, we're, we're not going to use it for the final Sith Apprentice. I don't think I knew that, actually. Yeah. and, and that, No, it is one of the cooler characters on... Because Clone geez. Wars has some moments. Like, it's not great overall, but there's a lot of good stuff on it, though, still. I appreciated how hard they tried to make it both for kids and grown-ups. Yeah. Because it does get, like, kind of dark and badass at times. Yeah, people die. But then there's like, Jar Jar episodes every now and then, yeah, too. Yeah, we're in. Uh, did, did Matt Belknap? Do you know my Jar Jar impression? <laughs> Have you seen think, me? Do, it's on my I CD. So I won't. I won't. I won't subject you to it now. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think your listeners need that to suddenly happen. But well, it gives them something to look up now. I have a pretty, Im- pretty amazing Jar Jar impression, which well, I found out by accident. <laughs> How did you find this out? Well, because I was doing a joke about him in my act for the longest time and trying to perfect it. Because a lot of my jokes. Like I'll spend like years trying to get them right. Like I'll uh-huh. like I'll be like, okay, I know this is gonna work, and like I'll get the I'll get the premise of the joke before I get the punchline, and I'll just hammer. It. I finally figured out after doing this joke for like a year and a half. Oh, I gotta do an impression of Jar Jar, <laughs> and then I did it, and I was like, oh, it's not that hard. <laughs> so, well, you gotta at least give it a little taste now. I think. Okay. You, well, it can be one word if you want, but I feel like you built it up. What and word should I do? I think let's let's bring it all back. Let's go with icy patch. I know it's two words, but icy patch. <laughs> How's that? Nice. All right. Nice. All right. Can't wait for Muppet Family Christmas Special Edition. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. All of a sudden, everyone's CGI. There's no puppets. <laughs> what if? Like Brian Henson just goes crazy as he gets old and just decides he's gonna redo all his dad's work. <laughs> Puppets were a mistake all along. <laughs> what do you think are gonna be um, the standalone movies? Because they haven't announced them yet. Boba Fett, they keep. Yeah, rumor, I know they keep saying that, and they've said like young Han Solo, which I don't want. All right, all right. Don't do let's, the young stuff. Let's get into it. <laughs> There's probably gonna be a bunch of them. Yeah. What What are the three origin movies they should make? Because they did say there'll be origin movies. Yeah. 
I personally don't think we need Boba Fett. No. He's he's be, we I feel like we already like know if, a little bit too much. If they wanted to do Boba yeah. Fett. Like it, the, it could be done right I think if they did it like, you know, post, you know, went like young like young but like young 20 something. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you play that GameCube game uh Bounty Hunter? No. It's like Django Fett basically doing bounty hunting missions. No. It's pretty great. Yeah. Just dust off the GameCube. If you have it. Yeah. <laughs> Go, you're in Burbank. Go to the fucking game oh, exchange yeah. place over by Flappers Comedy Club by yourself. Clone it, it, yeah. it, it's I really uh, I, I I'm a sucker for a half decent Star Wars game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A half decent they're, Star they're, Wars game is like hard to find. The, but those uh, those Force Unleashed games were not bad. I love those. The second uh, one is so short though. I remember I got it and I beat it yeah. in like two days or something, and I was a was little it, bummed out by oh, that. Or the Jedi one. It was called Jedi what? Jedi, Kyle Katarn. I don't know. Oh, Kyle, the Kyle Katarn. Just look at him. His games are good. <laughs> the The best, of course, is, uh, and I still want to go back. If we have time, I still want to go back for one <laughs> one more exercise. Uh, the best Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. You have played that, right? No. See, Holy here's, shit. Here's the thing, too, is I, because is that most, am I thinking of the right one? Is that mostly like a computer Thing or is that like I a played it on the game? Xbox? Okay, it might be computer too, but it's a role playing. Okay, for some reason I was thinking that was strictly computer. It's uh, I also have yeah. I had a weird window of life where I wasn't really playing video games. Okay, and I think that that kind of fell in that window. Okay, fair enough. So I will say it's the top three video games I've ever played: Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. All right, G- get into it. All right. Get real. It, it holds up real good, too. Yeah, I'm curious what uh, new games are going to be. Because I know, like, EA apparently now has yeah, the rights. Yeah, and to... they, they, I think, were responsible for the Star Wars The Old Republic MMO that came out a couple of years ago. I don't know. Here's but... what I want you to tell me, Tony. All right. They're making origin movies. Yes. Which three characters do we need origins of? Here's what I would like. My gut. Any, any three. Yeah, my gut kind of wants it to be, I think, because, I, you know, there's so much potential of just, like, ruining things. So I kind of want it to just be, like, weird characters that yeah, don't really matter. No, no. Like, give me, like, some, like, Gamorrean guard story, which would be hard okay. to do because they don't speak. But I don't know. Like, I would it love to see, like, like Planet weird... of the Apes. It could yeah. be, like, Caesar, where he's just a guy. Yeah, like, because I've always, I've always liked... I've you always got liked names, the... though? You got names... For... For these people? Uh, no, I don't know any like specific guards. What about so? Let's but. say we okay. So you gave one spot to uh. We'll get we'll make yeah, it full metal jacket for Gamorrean guards. We'll make that your first one. What <laughs> are the right. next two? Um, you know what? How about a post arm cutting off Ponda Baba story? I love it. That's one perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because he, yeah. he still probably gets drunk at the same bar, right? Yeah. They probably give him free drinks for life. <laughs> Everyone makes fun of him because when his arm got cut off, it looked weird. Mm-hmm. It didn't look right. <laughs> it didn't look like an arm on the floor, if you remember. It looked like a weird, like, ham hock. Like, it looked like a lamb's leg. It didn't look yep. like a... Yeah, yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, it doesn't fit his the rest of his body because he has, like, a furry hand. Well, because they were trying to design those aliens after spiders, but it just was butt faced. Every kid who saw that movie, <laughs> like a butt face, for sure. And uh, then it was called Walrus Man for some reason. Yeah, the toys. Well, because his face, yeah, the, the big fleshy patches look like yeah. a walrus's but, maw. Yeah, but I mean, let's be honest, it's a butt, butt face. face. Yeah. 
I was so happy that movie had a butt face. I laughed so hard during that scene. And it was so great to have something violent happen as a kid where you watch it. Like, again, I'm five. I'm watching this uh-huh. on a VHS tape, and I see this butt face, and I just fall out off the couch laughing, and then his arms <laughs> cut off, but I don't care. I'm not scarred by the experience yeah. because I just saw a butt face. I saw a man with a butt on his face. Yeah, he cut his arm off. Whatever. I'm not feeling sad. That's great. All right, so we got Gamorrean Guard. And I'm sorry if I pushed the Full Metal Jacket oh, angle. I feel like we should have <laughs> explored a little bit more what that would be no, like. No, it's all right, because I don't know. You're, just, you're putting me on the spot here. and uh, I know, but it's worth cause it. I because know, I know, because I feel like I get keep hearing these things, and I know the ones I don't want. And well, I'm, I'm like, what is Right, and I want to know what the Tony Thaxton yeah. Expanded Universe would be. So Ponda um, Baba post-arm cut off. Yeah. Um, Maybe he gets a cheap robotic one. See, because my, my, my gut keeps wanting Becomes to go a fat to alcoholic. Like, certain the way that I like just characters that I liked the way they looked, but some of those like wouldn't work because I think one of my favorite costumes in all the movies is the, the Leia Bosch, Bosch, however you say it. Yeah. I love that costume. And, but that wasn't a real person. Right. I right. think if you read the expanded universe that it was a real bounty hunter. And that yeah. She was like, did she have to do to some like role playing? Yeah. 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 But like, it, I always I, feel like that stuff. It's like, okay. But, yeah. Did you have to go that route with the? Expanded yeah, because I just think that's like one of the more like badass looking character, like the the, the costume and everything is great. It's cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that wouldn't really. And plus, you can't really make like a different actress play that role. I don't think either. No. That would be that would be cruel. And you can't have modern day Carrie Fisher play that role either. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I I'm a sucker for the pretty much anyone in Jabba's palace. All right. Cuz again, the well, whole who, Jedi let's connection. Let's hear who it's going to be. Come on, Tony. Commit. Oh man. Commit. Cuz I'll I, tell I, you what, one of my top 3 picks would be one of the people in Jabba's palace. How about palace. the ranker keeper? Why is he why does he have that role? That is awesome. What makes it well, why is he the ranker keeper? There is a book I used to have called Tales from Jabba's Palace. I have it and I've read some of it. <laughs> I got it because it's got a whole chapter on one of my favorite characters, Salacious Crumb. Big fan. Oh, yeah. I would totally give a movie to Salacious Crumb. Please explain your uh, Twitter avatar, or at least it was. I think you may have changed it recently. Oh, where he's on my shoulder? Yeah. That was a poster for a show I did where the illustrator. Because I, yeah. I I told him, like, can you put Salacious Crumb in my poster? (laughs) He's like, sure. I'll put him right on your shoulder. I was like, sweet. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan also. He's the best. Oh, I was a kid, and I was just like, right I look- over there. I know. I, I noticed. <laughs> I have the same toy. And, like, he, he was he was just – I loved how he was annoying and funny and yeah. grotesque all at once. I love that behind-the-scenes uh, documentary they did of Return of the Jedi where, like – From Star Wars to Jedi? That yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the, oh, guy, yeah. the guy doing, like, Salacious's mm-hmm. puppet in English. Yep. It was so funny to me. I've watched that so many times. Oh, I still haven't seen the end of it. Mine cut off. Oh, really? Yeah, you can cut. find it all. It's all on YouTube. I watched because I watched it recently. Because I was like, why have they, Why was that not a special feature on the Blu-rays? Yeah, I have to edit my friend's podcast tonight. But after I'm done editing, <laughs> I might treat myself to a little bit of salacious <laughs> crumb. Um, it was. It, yeah, I would totally give a movie to him. But you still like haven't. That. You still haven't committed to your third. I thought a ranker keeper. Was ranker, oh no, that's right. You yeah. did. Okay, so you, Ponda Baba, rain, ranker keeper, and a Gamorrean guard. Yeah, those are good choices. Thank you. I like them. Uh, so Salacious Crumb. 
That's definitely one of mine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You have two others. You put me on the spot. I feel like I got to put you on the spot. It's now. tough. Um, it is tough. I'm going to go a little weird with my second one. I, weird is the way to go. Okay. First, of all, first we got to say Salacious Chrome. Salacious Chrome. Uh, salacious B. Chrome. Salacious B. Chrome. I want to see him just fucking up monsters. I want to see <laughs> like him working his way up to Jabba, just pissing people off, ripping eyeballs out, being a little just horrible person, animal thing, uh, semi-sentient creature. Did you know that I had a petition online to put me in the new star wars movies <laughs> no. and to, as a part of it i had someone draw up a picture of my character <laughs> no, <laughs> which was <laughs> which was a kawakian lizard monkey <laughs> who is also a jedi uh named abhorrence nut <laughs> go to my twitter page and look at my like photo roll on there and you can see abhorrence's abhorrence nuts <laughs> picture it's the little lizard monkey i'm I'm sorry i'm making you go to my know, Twitter. this is, oh, it's great for maybe the, the worst do it along at home as you're etiquette listening. of a podcast guest <laughs> in history hey look at my thing on the internet <laughs> while we're talking so Where, scroll down so the new twitter layout is uh, yeah fucking and my computer being weird oh well we oh there we go so keep going this is not wanting to so scroll. It's, so if you click that f- where it says this one photos and videos no oh oh, oh did you click it already I son of a bitch up. or you know what yeah that's actually would have been fine <laughs> click how about we do this click photos and video. <laughs> it's in there <laughs> i'm so shitty okay it's, so Han, i do want to see it this I'll is just skip ahead. great listening right so now. i would do a tuscan raider from uh, the Star Wars fighting game. Do you remember the Star Wars fighting game? Yes. What was that called? Horror. Oh, no, Horror is the name of the Tusken oh, well. Raider. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. It's called like Star Wars Jedi. It was Times on like the first PlayStation. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The animations were terrible. But uh, yeah, I would, yeah, would do one for Horror, the Tusken Raider, because I every time I heard that, every time you hear that yeah. voice guy go Horror, forgot about that. It's the yeah. funniest fucking thing to me. Um. <coughs> And I would love to see like a noir movie about a Tuscan Raider asshole who like <laughs> in a in a in a race of just total asshole like monster people like is just like the biggest dick. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I don't know what ignore you just that. Did. Ignore that. Nothing happened. Uh, listen, we're not going bad. <laughs> uh, and then I would do. Oh, I just had it and I lost it for the third. Oh, I would do a bounty hunter movie, but let's do like Bosk. Yeah. I like that. Let's do Bosk. Let's do the crazy ass lizard dude and, and, mm-hmm. and spare Boba Fett some of his dignity. We've yeah. already seen him as a small party. <coughs> well, they did put a lot of Bosk in uh, Clone Wars, but it didn't ruin him, though. True. He was kind of just around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could support that. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see a guy going from job to job, just like fucking taking <laughs> laser fire, like loot. <laughs> Have a time to make the donuts kind of attitude about it. He's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, or do you read. Um, <coughs> Do you, uh, do you read comic books? A little, not a whole lot. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't bring one. It's in my messenger bag. But uh, Saga by Brian K. Vaughn. He did Why the Last Man. Like he does this. Book. Okay. Uh, the, the bounty hunters in that are great. Like yeah, uh-huh. just like g- give me like a bounty hunter where like you just see the horror of what he does and he just doesn't give a fuck and he's in outer space. Like that's the best. Yeah. We don't know anything about Bosk either. Like right, he could regenerate limbs. You know, like. <laughs> We don't know what he like, eats. Yeah. It could be crazy funny. Nice. I like that. I support it. I give it my approval. 
well, let's let's do one quick little thing. I'll do this nice and short because uh, we've been going for a while here. But uh, something we do from time to time. This is actually going to tie it all together here. Unintentionally, I should have known Star Wars would come up because it always does. But uh, we like you do have to- toys. Everywhere. <laughs> I know it, it entices everyone. But we like to uh, pay attention to some terrible Christmas songs that I find on the internet. And something came to my attention today, and I felt we needed to talk about it, and here's a terrible theme song for it. Alright. So, in bringing this all together, I think your favorite and my favorite Star Wars character of all time, Count Dooku, (laughs) it just so turns out when we're recording this, it apparently is Christopher Lee's birthday. Yeah, today. he's ninety-two today. Yeah. Uh, were Holy you shit. aware that he put out a metal Christmas album <laughs> like a couple of years ago? I was aware he put out a metal album. I d- was not aware it was. Christmas I didn't know thing. any of this until recently. Though the, I think they're separate. He's ha- has a few metal albums. Okay, okay. One of them happens to be Christmas. This I did not know. And it sounds like this. <laughs> I don't understand why this exists. This came out again. This came out like two years ago, I think. This is supposed to be bad? This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So if that... you liked heavy metal even a little bit and you could get your hands on Christopher Lee and make him sing Little Drummer Boy, why would that not be the only life goal you have? I, yeah, I guess so. That, kind of, that does eventually go into Silent Night also from there. But and apparently he put out another one like last Christmas then that had a couple of other songs that he did. So yeah, Count Dooku. The dude is ninety two and he's putting out heavy metal Christmas up. Man, that's the life I want. <laughs> yep. But I just felt like I had, yeah I had found that all today and then was good, wanted to bring it up anyways and then Star Wars came up and it all it's beautiful yeah it all made sense. Uh, so yeah, there's that. So find that if you want to buy that or something, I guess. That's worth a dollar. Yeah. Um, Dan Telfer. Tony Vaxton. Thanks so much for coming by. Thank you for having nice me. Nice to see you. Good to see you, too. Um, watch out for that icy patch okay. on the way out. Am and I the first one to do that bit, at least? Uh, I think so. Okay. I think okay, so. Okay. Like I said, most most people, they try to go the Christmas Carol reference. So <sighs> you forever have my uh, forever have my thumbs up. Yeah, that's, that's a thing people say, right? Yeah, right. that's what Tony Dyson says. Yeah, all right, Dan. Good to see you. Good to see you. Bye. Bye. Dan Telfer. That was Dan Telfer. Thanks for coming by, Dan. You can follow Dan on Twitter at Dan Telfer. His website is dantelfer.com. Uh, he's also going to be uh, headlining Flappers in Burbank. On June 19th. That's right down the road from me. Not giving you my address. Just giving you the vicinity. 
So, yeah, go see Dan Telfer. Uh, he'll also be uh, a few days later. He'll be in Louisiana at Sunday School Dropouts in Vaucluse, Louisiana. Is that what that uh, is? June 22nd. Check it out. DanTelfer.com has all that info. I'm sure he'll be adding more dates besides that. Dan also works on At Midnight, and uh, that's on Comedy Central every night at midnight. So watch that. It's a great show. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Tony Thaxton. The show is at Felice Navi Pod. And please leave us a review. That would be super helpful if you uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes and left us a review. I know it sounds stupid to you, but it's actually super helpful for the show. So be a peach. Be a doll. Be all that you can be and leave us a review. I'm sorry. Uh, I also wanted to let you know, I just found this out. This is hot off the presses. The Pride of Erie PA, my band. We're going to be playing in Los Angeles on June 18th at Los Globos. Don't ask me for any more information at this time because I don't know it. But I'm giving you the heads up. If you live in L.A., come out to see us play. That rhymed. Not intentional. Sorry. That's going to do it for the plugs, I think. Other than to let you know that Christmas is going to be December 25th. Mark your calendars. Uh, So thank you guys for listening. I've been Tony Thaxton. That's been Rigby. And as always. We wish you a Merry Christmas from Feliz Navidad.